Hey Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. Today we're discussing the meme-worthy moments of the State of the Union before delving into things that actually matter. Namely, The Last of Us, where we are hanging on to Melanie Linsky's every last word. Second season one, Adrian GM winner. Unfortunately, I would have to ask you to pack your bags and go home, Adrian Curry. Natasha Leone, meanwhile, sees things in Poker Face. Not in like a soothsayer clairvoyant ways, she just has eyes. And things go down to the wire in categories. Let's dive in. Takes all over the place. Takes all over the place. What? Takes all over the place. Takes all over the place. Yes. Takes all over the place. Takes, takes, takes. All over the place. That was perfect. Amazing. Honestly, yeah. I press record now um, for a podcast. That feels appropriate. Hey. Fantastic. Let me tell you how much fun it is to edit this podcast that is like, first of all, there's no giggle of Emma. We need like background music or something. Then there's all this time between like, I say something that I think is funny and then dead space, dead space. And then ha. And then you say something that you think is funny because just we're on a delay. Yeah. During the so Skype, it is tricky. Funnier. Uh, my favorite is that even when you laugh, the few times that I've said something that you deem funny, you move away you know from what? the fucking microphone. Giggle There's a into reason your that hand. we need Emma. There's a reason that we need Emma. Embrace the fact that I'm funny. We, it's not mutually exclusive. We can both be hilarious. It's part of the beauty. I have told you a million times I think you're funny. You, yeah, but you haven't expressed it with actual laughter. You know what's the know, most annoying thing is when people are it's like, just not how that's I'm built. so funny. And it's like. <laughs> it's just not how I'm built. You're built beautiful. You're built right. Yeah. You're built correct. You're built yeah. for tough. <laughs> what about you? Tell me about your week. Uh, let's see. Well, I was telling you this pre-pod, PP, um, that someone at work contracted COVID, went to work even though they were feeling ill, but did not express that to anyone, and then left in the middle of the shift because they were like, I'm feeling sick, but I think I can still work. And I was like, take a COVID test. We have some in the office for this very thing. Tested positive immediately. And now I've been able to see my baby nephew in a week because I was exposed to COVID. So... I'm in a very everyone suck it kind of mood, except our dear listeners. Thank you so much. I feel like maybe that was a, like God's hand saying, don't let the baby, don't let the baby imprint on Nick too early. First of all, I do think he already knows my voice because she spends so much time editing, which now you've taken the mantle of while I continue to do nothing. Um, <laughs> that I got the sense when I was holding him and I was laughing that he was like, I know this man. I know this weird man. And somehow I'm related to him. What a gift. He's my uncle. I know. <laughs> Maybe Emma and Phil also were like, let's set some boundaries before he spoils the hell out of this kid. Because I'm going to. And they can't stop me. What are you doing already? Creating ideas for all the birthdays. <laughs> I've started with treating myself, though. I went to the dentist, and they said that my gums were in need of some work, and I was at risk for gingivitis. And I reacted appropriately by buying a Sonicare electric toothbrush with Bluetooth that <laughs> connects to an app and shows me which teeth I've missed. And wow. a, a water pick and intradental brushes. So <laughs> I've been bleeding for quite some time. Yeah, the next question is, have you used it yet or is it just there? Yeah, I've used it like two times. I got it like two days ago, so that like tracks. I haven't brushed my teeth yet. Um, what's the manufacturer's retail price on all of that? Um, significant. It was a splurge purchase, but I got it from Best Buy, not Amazon, uh, to make Ann Cotter proud. 
But the toothbrush was like a car payment. And then <laughs> the uh, the uh, water pick was like a typical DoorDash for me. So I just cut back on DoorDashes and I don't have a car. So house money. And taking care of your teeth is great. Yeah. Because like it is very rude how I've probably taken the least great care of my teeth and our whole family. But I've also had the least dental problems. I think it's because I used to have this ritual where I'd have to swish water in my mouth before I swallowed, and our water's fluorided here in Ohio. So I think that just did the, the did the damn thing. Um, but this is the first time I've ever had like, oh, something's wrong. Besides like the TMJ, because I have to like pry my mouth open just to get anything done. Like what? Like get to my teeth. They're like open <laughs> wide, and I was like, this is it. They're like wider. I'm like. You don't know how many dates have ended this way, baby. Has no one ever offered to help you with this TMJ issue? Yeah, so I got like a mold of my teeth done for a retainer before, and then they follow up to make sure that it's a mold. My teeth kept moving, and I think that's witchcraft, or I have a demonic <laughs> energy inside of me. I'm not entirely sure. And then I was at physical therapy. It was the saddest thing because there were people with like real glaring injuries, like pulled delts and like the bruising because their muscles snapped. <laughs> I'm there with a popsicle stick, gently <laughs> twirling it between my teeth or like pressing my head into a rolled up like towel. So I stopped going after a while because I couldn't handle the embarrassment. That's before I like lost all sense of shame. 2012. Speaking of which, how's your, how's your, wellness journey going it's going great never felt weller um i've been doing the exercises as significantly but i'm still eating well so that hits one one good meal a day good meal a day yeah so at work i'll have the quinoa bowl with chicken and two egg whites and i'm feeling like a little little famished you know we got these new wellness shots i've just been like drinking carrot juice bming like a machine a machine (laughs) that's gone haywire um so that's been really nifty that's amazing. How's your wellness journey? Um, my well, I'm, I'm not on the wellness journey. You're, already you're well. on. That's fair. Well, I'm not. Whatever. I, heard I got that... over my, I got over my PTSD from giving that chicken an autopsy last week for Emma. So that meant so much to her and my mom. She was, I feel like, the most affected by it. She was just like, Julie is so pure, and I was like, she's a monster, but she's a really sweet person. But she's a goddamn monster. <laughs> Got to do what I got to do for Emma. I know that was so lovely. So nothing else? No funny stories? We got to go to TV? That's I feel like what life is. those oh, are great stories. We have, we have huge TV to talk about, though. Did you do your penance for the Bengals losing Bruh, yeah. and finish watching Shit's Creek? I did. James, only you and the bet and Julie hounding me and also my friend hounding me because she listens to the podcast and was like, you need to fucking do your homework. Um, could force me to watch the end of Shit's Creek. And it was emotional, but it was so fucking worth it. What a sweet series. I cried. So you hadn't seen The Proposal yet, or you hadn't seen The Proposal? No, I'd seen The Proposal because that was the end of season five and okay. season six. So I'd seen like the first couple episodes and I was like, I can't, I can't too much. Um, but yeah, um, Alexis breaking it off with her fiance, boyfriend at the time, I was like, say psych right now tell me this is a fucking joke assumed that they would get back together towards the end they didn't so the final episode i was like yay they're married but like 
like live shot of the Galapagos, please. Where is the plane returning from there? What's happening? So that was a little devastating. But the wedding was super fucking sweet. And Ronnie remains the best person to watch in the background because any of the silly shit that's going on, she's the realist. And it's just like, what? That cult? There was so many. I did it. I realized how stunted I am emotionally. And I was just like, this is really depressing. And my friend was like, what is that depressing? And I was like, I, I only experienced like three emotions. And those are sleepy and depressed and hungry. And right now I'm feeling depressed because I've just eaten. And I took a nap earlier. But very worth it. Thank you, James, for forcing me to do this. Um, maybe I'll finally read the last page of Harry Potter. Because I didn't want that to end either. When Alexa, when Alexa shows up in the wedding dress and then she finally admits <laughs> that it is a wedding yeah. dress. I just love it so much. What? And Catherine O'Hara as the Pope? whatever she is. <laughs> it's amazing. No, it was so fucking good. Amazing. And then Stevie wearing the suit. What? what? What's wrong with Stevie? Had you seen the part when they sit on the hood of the car and she's like, you did it, David. You won. Yeah. Yeah. When he was like, ah, oh. which I totally vibed with because I remember at my high school reunion, I was like, oh, my God, all these popular people. I can come out and be like, well, first of all, I came out and I'm gay and I also look amazing. And then I was like, you people actually don't matter at all. You're very boring. <laughs> so anyway, let me make shit squeak about me. <laughs> I also related. I just think that moment is so pure. I just love it. No, their interactions are the best. I do like to pretend that they never slept together. Um, but it did sort of seem like Alexis and Stevie maybe did something the wedding night. Did you not get that vibe? I did not. I did. I did not catch that vibe. I got a vibe. Remember when that like chokeholded us for an entire summer? Oh my God. That's all we could Months do. and months. I could not stop myself. That is a jam. That 100% is a jam. Well, I'm so glad you finished it. I know it's sad when it's over, but. I'm emotionally cored. And I know that I've said that previously during BL dramas where there's like light rape. Um, But this one was for real and it did not feel good. But then it also was great. We're fine. Quila being a fucking millionaire? What? Yeah. Yeah. Layers. It's beautifully done. Ended on its own term. Very good place vibes of just like. We're going to write this series we're going to write, and it's going to end. And everyone will just have to fucking deal. Maybe there'll be a Shit's Creek movie or a don't reboot or something. Don't fucking tap me. No. Well, I don't think anything could have lived up to the Last of Us episode. It's episode three. Did you watch episode four? Yeah, we're the gays. The gays are just gone now. I know Ellie's a gay. We got Meredith Linsky. Uh, Melanie Linsky, not Meredith Linsky. Meredith Gray. What the fuck? Um, no, that was amazing. God. She should just be in every fucking show. I like. Um, and did you see what's her face? Crazy pants from America's Next Top Model. What now? Adrian Curry. She. Oh fuck Twitter that bitch! Like, yeah. That looks like somebody who lives a life of luxury. Bring me Linda Hamilton from Terminator Two. You're like, she's admitted she was fully anorexic and exercise bulimic. Yeah. In that movie, leave Melanie Linsky alone. But she responded super well and was like, "I really appreciate where it's not the strongest or the fittest or the meanest. It's the person who has the best ideas." And I was like, "Melanie Linsky for Congress? <laughs> she gonna Joe Biden and trap Republicans into admitting that they're not gonna cut Medicare?" There was a picture of Margie Taylor Green and Kristen Cinema <laughs> in their outfits, and they're like, "It's the Hunger Games court," because that's exactly what they looked like. I love the cut of Marjorie Taylor Greene, like full guttural growl next to that monkey. <laughs> to each other. What a stupid bitch. 
just incomprehensible levels of stupidity. And like they It's all crazy. It wasn't even that good of a trap. And they were just like, Liar, no, that's not what we're doing. And he was like, Cool, I guess we all fucking agree that we're not cutting Social Security or Medicare. And then seeing Kamala trying to stifle the smile, favorite part. I replayed that like 50 times. I've only seen the bad things of um whatever Kevin McCarthy really said to George Santos. I don't know what he really said, but they've just been terrible. So Oh, Mitch McConnell? It's pretty exciting. No, no, Kevin McCarthy. Or no, Mitt, Mitt, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. They're all scary old yeah, white men who are melting from white the man who's out. trying to strip us of all rights, was it? Sorry, my bad. Yeah, there's a queer we- congressman who keeps like doing drag race things. And he was like, how I felt when I proposed a bill or something to strip George Santos or to force him to step down. And it was the Naomi Smalls meme of her eliminating Manila, except it said Katana on it which is George Santos' drag queen name. Stunning. It's out of control. Um, yeah, Melanie Linsky clapped back amazingly. Her husband, Jason Ritter, was also like, fuck y'all. And I'm just like, give me more Melanie Linsky because she can go crazy in this. And I feel like she's about I know. To- how long do we think she's going to be alive? I don't know. They're killing people at a pretty good clip, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's going to make it to at least episode two. Yeah, and then she's got to go back uh, to the Yellow Jackets. What? When they were... Driving along and they had to get off the highway. That was fucking scary. Oh, yeah. It felt very Walking Dead-y where it's just like, we're trapped and people are trying to kill us. And it's like, humanity is the real virus. And I was like, yeah, I watched the State of the Union. Everything's pretty terrible. But then the gunfight and then she had to kill someone. And then she was like, it's not my first time killing. Chills. They've got the Emmys locked up. Also, Pedro Pascal, I know I sent you that picture. He's a homosexual. I'm finally on board. Um, did you watch Saturday Night Live last week with him on it? Absolutely, I did. Oh, my God. He is hilarious. But that scene, the Lisa from Temecula or whatever her name is, yeah. Ego's skit <laughs> yeah. at the end is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. When she calls him Antonio Banderas, I thought I was going to fall <laughs> out of my chair. And then he la- cannot stop laughing, still saying his line. Bowen's like covered his face. He's like, oh, my God. It was a good one. That was so fucking good. On repeat, I was just like, whenever she's cutting the steak in that one sketch, <laughs> table's moving and everyone's losing their shit. Gold. And then the black owner or manager comes in for her. <laughs> she's like, is it because we're <laughs> And Bowen just completely dissolves. Perfection. When she stands up and puts her leg up to like get better <laughs> angle on slicing the raw meat, she's like, you gotta taste this. This is good. Uh. Yeah. Bowen Yang is a gift. I go... Wodum is a big gift, and Pedro Pascal was hilarious. I could not figure out if that was <clears throat> Sarah Paulson or not for a minute. Yeah, so the picture in question is from like 2005 or something, eons ago, but two years after the fungal virus killed us all. And she, he's with uh, Sarah Paulson, and it's just like, okay, so two queer people just hanging out, vibing with each other, and he had his hair straightened in a swoopy bang. Which was the style at the time, but, and he also looked baked as hell. And I was like, he is high and he's a homo. He's a high homo. Have you seen, I don't know if it's on your YouTube, whatever they're called, shorts. Shorts. They're like, um, when someone calls, when something great happens to you, who do you call first? He's like, my sister. She's like, which sister? He's like, my younger sister, because my other sister doesn't pick up the phone. <laughs> like, Pedro, everyone can see this. I- <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the Twitter, did, I mean, 
he I think he's uncancelable. I hope he doesn't kill people. But honestly, with a face like that, they probably deserved it. Why would he get canceled? Who? I mean, it's always a risk. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not lining up to get his tattoo on me in case I have to get it removed like the Kevin Spacey ones that everyone posted about. I don't have a Kevin Spacey tattoo. I know that I led in that direction, but that's not what's uh, happening. He's not even cute. At least Pedro Pascal's attractive. You admit it. Yes. So you admit he's cute. Because I remember a couple of podcasts ago, you were not on board. I don't like this character. I don't find this guy attractive. I said when he was Oberon on Game of Thrones, I found him attractive. Revisionist history. Live! During my MTG. Lies! lies! And for some reason, it's not. I can't hear you when you're doing it. Have you messed up your microphone? Can you hear me now? Yes. I was probably yelling too loud. The microphone was like, we need to shut this shit down. Settle it down. So I uh, succumbed to the peer pressure and watched pop, 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 poker face, pop, pop, poker face. Ma, 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 ma. Emma's been watching that too. What'd you think? Ah. Should we call her? Yes. Uh, are you busy? Did you just have a baby like 10 days ago? It's wild. Um, so I thought it was going to be like a serial, a series, right? Like that we were headed somewhere, but it's like a murder of the week. Heard. Like she helps solve a different murder every week that has nothing to do with the murder from last week. So it's like murder she wrote, Columbo, Bones. Psych. Psych. Whew, that show is almost unwatchable. It was on the other day and I was trying to watch it. I was like, that's a no for me, dog. I love it, but is that surprising? I have gotten back into watching Suits, so I can't be stopped. God. How far in are you? I'm deep. Um, no, I'm only in the second season, uh, about halfway through. There are only 12 episodes. It's fine. The women are finally speaking. We like that. <laughs> I stand by my former statement that nothing on USA has ever been worth watching. It's terrible. And I did Google to see if there are any gay characters. And apparently in nine seasons, gay people don't exist. So there are nine seasons of suits. What else was USA going to air? It's not like they had the bold type. I fucking love that show. (laughs) Oh, was that you trying to laugh or was that a genuine laugh? I did laugh. Okay. back to didn't answer my question. So I thought Adrian Brody was canceled. No? Um, I think people went back and were like, that was shitty what he did to Halle Berry. Um, he is a face I mistrust. Yeah. But I don't know. So the reason to watch Poker Face is the guest stars. <laughs> so the first episode is Benjamin Brad and Adrian Brody. Oh, Benjamin Brad. Um, Lil Rel is in one of them. The last one I watched, it's Judith Light and Estepatha Murkison from Law and Order, the sound we just heard. Yeah. So, like, the first half of the episode is just sort of what happened in this new place that we're in. And then the second half is sort of how Natasha Leone fits in and how she solves the crime. But they're not always, she's not always trying to get people arrested. She just will be like, you know, and I know, and you know, and I know, and I'm out. So you can kill again? That feels irresponsible. Well, one guy jumps out the window. Was he in Russia? Was he a Russian diplomat who disagreed with Putin? Because, bitch, he didn't fall. There was something in the sky today over Alaska. Do you know what that was? Have you watched the news at all today? Was it a Chinese spy balloon? Or was it Marjorie Taylor Greene being Pennywise and carrying a balloon through the halls of Congress? (laughs) Both equally terrifying, honestly. I don't know what it was. I read it on Twitter, like, right before I went to this community event. And I was like, okay, enough bad news. Let's go. I haven't been on Twitter. I was trying to, I went through so many hoops to try to message you to be like, hey, are we on for podcasting? Um, Because I didn't have my phone because it broke. And I 
from work instead of actually working. I was trying to get on my Gmail to like email you, but I said, we need two-step verification. Go on your phone. And I was like, this is a sick joke. And then I tried to get on Instagram and they were like, you need to approve it either by email or phone. Phone's broken. Can't get in my email. Then I tried to get on Facebook to message you. Wouldn't let me in either. I was like, I am on the Oregon Trail. Do you not still have a work phone? No, I don't have a work cell phone. Everyone contacts me on my personal cell phone. Not a work cell phone, just a phone at your job. I don't know job. your number. Like a landline. Your sister would. It's in her phone. I know, but she's pregnant. She's post-pregnancy. She's in her child. She's circa child right now. <laughs> I'm not going to bother her. She could have been sleeping. It's very precious. So what happened to your flip phone or your <laughs> Android? What happened? Caught fire. No, it just stopped charging. Um, it stopped charging based on the little, like, with the cord several moons ago. And then I was wirelessly charging it. Then that stopped working. And I was like, honestly, it was very peaceful. Because I was like, no one can reach me. No one can contact me. Especially my employees. But you can't get a lift or anything either, right? No, my mom drove me to work this morning. <laughs> it's very sweet. So you took your phone. Well, how'd you get to the Verizon store? My dad drove me. <laughs> there are perks to living at home and never growing up. I'm like Peter Pan, except I have age. Okay, well, I don't want to ruin the punchline, but there was something stuck in the... Yeah, there's something stuck in the port, apparently. And she. But why did that affect the wireless charging? No one knows. She was confused herself. Chloe, she was lovely. If you ever go to the Surrey Square, Verizon, and Norwood, ask for, ask for Chloe. She's amazing. Surrey Square still has stores open? It's That's shocking. Crazy. I know. I used to go there all the time back in the time of media play. I don't get the Spice Girls and oh. Titanic on two VHS. Young listeners, if you don't know what media play is, my goodness. Imagine Target, but only music and videos. It's like a Sam Goody, but we didn't really have those here. So we had media play and it was amazing. And it had a McDonald's that connected and you walked through this little spiral staircase and it was like going to Narnia, except like loaded with trans fats. Media Play was my jam. I loved it. You could, you could buy like so the new Britney Spears single on cassette and then go through the imports from the UK for the parents who are with you. And then you could also get Titanic and then you could also buy SimCity and just vibe. And there were books, but like we didn't read. But back in the day, the CD cases were melded plastic that required the, jewel like, cases. the assistance of 45 people to open. And you're just like... I'm not going to steal, I promise. And I was like, you made a good call because I would. These tiny hands won't be caught. I didn't go through puberty till like last year. I was two feet tall. So I'm just going to close the loop on Poker Face. I'm going to give it like a B minus. Heard. Like it's an easy, entertaining watch. There is one story that's not closed all the way that maybe someone's coming to get her. But So her big thing is that she can tell if people are lying. Like, she's just, you cannot lie to That's her. That's her quirk? She just, her bullshit meter is strong. Yes. So a little monk-ish also. Yeah, I'm always saying that the murders were harder because you got to know the victims a little bit more than, like, SVU. Yes. Yeah. It sounds rough. It was fine. It was okay. It was all right. What would you give Suits? I mean, for how much it's filling the void right now, I'd give it, like, a B. For how good it is, I would give it a C-. minus. For passing the Bechdel test, I would give it an F. Well, our listener, uh, Daphne, is insisting that we watch Stolen Youth. It's I'm a fucking living it, Daphne. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. 
It is about the cult at Sarah Lawrence, which I guess is very tragic. But she said, have you watched this yet? I just watched the first episode and fuck. And she doesn't talk like that. Yeah. So she's like, you're going to love it. You know, I love a good cult. You, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's your next career path. Like the podcast, sure. That's how we lure our our cult members. Well, so I'm going to have to get a new job, which is neither here nor there. And I was trying to think what I really want to do. And if you put like all the things that I really want to do together, it's multi-level marketing. Hey. <laughs> but I want to be at the top. I want to be at the top of the pyramid. You the give bottom. Dom exclusive top energy. So you're well on your way. Right? 100%. We got to figure this out, though. I got to, I mean, it's flexible, right? I set my own schedule. I'm my own boss. I can make endless amounts of money. I think it sounds great for me. I think you should just start bottling your tonics now. Go town to town. But we need a new thing. Like no Airbon, no Mary Kay, no LuLaRoe. I need us to come up with a new product. that we can be the top of the pyramid. Top, top. That's a lot of top language. I am getting <laughs> roused. Okay, well, I'll noodle. Um, yeah, on how we're going to like rob people blind. Party. But while making them feel really good about themselves. That's, we leave see, the that's where you jump in. You're really good at that. Right? Like all the LuLaRoe people, they were like high as kites. They're like, they're buttery soft. Oh my God, I got ones with penguins <laughs> on them. Oh, look, this one has lips on my vagina. Yay. So they all felt really good until they yeah. didn't. All right, but Well, I think you'd be amazing at it. I've always said you'd be a great cult leader. You should get with my friend Mothers because she is already building her little cult where we work. Is she making any money off of it? I mean, she's employed at the restaurant where I work. (laughs) So her salary. Yeah. So there's that. Oh, so I got a massage today. Thanks to a friend who gave it to me for my 50th birthday. Started everything out great. Like, you know, you're the boss. And if you don't want me to talk. You're the boss. Dom top energy persists, Julie Sunderland. (laughs) My God. Was this like David's? I'm like, turn up the bed. Was this like David's happy ending? No. Oh my God. No. But so at one point he was telling me about his son's basketball team. Cause we got chatty of course, because I get uncomfortable and he was saying there's only four good players and then no. three that are really bad. And then they go to a small private, which I think means religious racist school in sure. Kentucky. Ooh, racist times right? two. So that's already <laughs> brutal. So then he says, I said, well, don't you need five players on the court? Because I know everything. And he's like, yeah, so four of them are good. And then one is just kind of like a lawn (laughs) ornament. And so I'm like, is he trying to say like lawn jockey? Is this like racism? In real time? In my, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, we were really excited because Kingston got his first basket this year. And I was like, nothing good. So then I call, um, and then he was feeling my leg and he was like, oh, have you had surgery? I was like, no, I was in a car accident when I was a kid. He's like, me too. Then later on, he was like, um, he's like, do you sleep well? I'm like, no, but I don't, I don't really, it doesn't really bother me. It just is what it is at this point. He's like, who wants to spend a third of your life dead? I'm like, are we twins except for the racism? Oh and my then God. Um, he's all into jujitsu. It was really weird, but he was really good. But do you, what do you think? Do you think lawn ornament is... That's not where my head went, unfortunately. Um, Is there a Mrs. Massage? There is. It doesn't sound like for long because you all were vibing. You were vibing so hard. Oh, we were not vibing. First of all, I thought he was as gay as you are, so I was not worried. And then he said, I have a wife. I'm like, oh, really? Is her name Bob? But (laughs) I I had no fear. Honestly, a gay masseuse, that feels like your type. Right? 
Yeah, the racism takes it down below zero. Um, but have you but ever used that expression, like a lawn ornament? Like for me, the only lawn ornament that I've ever heard anyone talk about is a lawn jockey, which is totally racist. So is am I just too deep I don't know in what a my lawn job? jockey is. Is that like oh. someone playing polo? No, so you don't even know what it is. So it's probably like no. an old antiquated term that no one uses anymore. Lawn ornament, I'm thinking like a flamingo okay. or a gnome or well, like right. at Christmas time, perhaps an actual ornament. People go out. They go wild. So maybe this job has affected me because I'm on the hunt for racism everywhere. You turn into Ryan from The Office, take out your notepad, and you were like, another one makes the list. If only I never watched The Office, I have no idea what you're talking about. I forgot. You need to either watch Buffy or The Office. I tried. She had that hair. She had that barrette. Like, right it was the weird. 90s. But it wasn't totally keeping the hair out of her face. It was just Yeah, because it was the 90s. It wasn't there for function. It was there for fashion. It really it wasn't there for fashion. And I've seen Sarah Michelle Geller on a bunch of interviews this week, and she's kind of annoying. Is she? Well, she, I don't know. I don't think she's a Trump Republican, but she was a Republican. Well, her show got panned, so. Did it? Well, that doesn't mean it won't be successful. I think it does. I mean. Oh, so did you see that the gays have won and 90 Minute Drag Race yeah. comes back? Oh, I did watch the next episode of the Gays of WeHo. You've wow. been watching it at all? What? Traitor. You've been watching it? Yes. Have you not? We've talked about it on this podcast. Well, I repressed it because that is insulting. Why can't you support the gay community? I'm sorry. Supporting fucking Brad Goretzky and Todd Rapal <gasps> is not supporting the gay community. It is Y'all turn on your own. Two- you turn on your own. You're just like fucking Bob stoking the flames. He was like, 90 minutes. Why stop there? We want 24 hour like live cam coverage of all these queens. What's Irene Dubois up to? I want to know. So are the real gays of WeHo still going to be on? No, I think so. Like I was, if I can glean anything from Twitter, There's which only these six days, episodes. We had yeah, three. Yeah. It was only going to be six anyway. So they're returning to 90 minute episodes once the six are done. So nothing was one. That's just probably what they were going to do the whole time. So I think the worst one on WeHo is Joey Zazig, only because they don't give Todrick any time. Um, but James Vaughn, who is Jonathan Bennett's husband. Yeah. Joey's like, you never... So that whole fight that happened the first episode where the guy from Butta oh, was, okay, offend, I remember was offending yeah, Joey. Yeah. yeah. See, so you know we watch it. So then James is having this party for his um, gay tour group out, outbound travel. It's just like, why does everyone have to be gay? It's exhausting. And so he's like, listen, if, if Darion doesn't want you to come, can you like, if, Dar- if you and Darion have made up by then and he does end up coming, could you be a good friend to me and not come? He doesn't say, you're not welcome. I don't want you here. You're not invited. He says exactly that. Like, since you guys haven't fixed this beef and I already invited him, could you just be the really good friend and not come? So then at the end of the episode, Joey's like, I mean, you didn't even ask me how I was feeling about what Darren said. And you just said to me, like, don't come. And James is like, I, I didn't say that. He's like, you did. You can't imagine how it makes it feel. No one's on my side. I thought and this James, was in WeHo and not in the valley. <laughs> James turns to him and he's like, I get the feeling that you're trying to make yourself the star of the show, but I have no interest in this at all. 
Hey. So then the other gays come in and they've obviously been told what's happening. And Brad Kresge's like, well, we do all agree that you're really hard to get to know and that you're really guarded. And James looks at the camera like, you people at home realize I'm being gaslit by these fucking crazy people, right? And we're <laughs> like, we do, James. We do. So he gets up and he puts his microphone down. He's like, I'm done. Hey. I didn't want to do This is not what I signed up for. He's like, this is stupid. And they aired that shit? Yeah. It's Go pretty off. good, you assholes. Yeah. If you like Real Housewives nonsense, which I do. That sounds, so, yeah. I do love when they go like, I'm done. This is ridiculous. And then they're back for the next episode. Oh, he's definitely going to be back for the next episode. He signed a goddamn contract. I was like, me. yeah, he's contractually obligated. Oh, I do love, and I've known this happening to, well, two, but still two, um, guys that their name is Darian, and they went with Darian, and then as soon as they came out, it's suddenly Darian. <laughs> Uh, maybe you haven't met my friend Alina O'Donnell, which everyone oh. else pronounces O'Donnell. O'Donnell, sure, 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 sure. It's like I mean, you get to do whatever you want at this point. I mean, Colbert, Colbert, you know that sort of thing. Um, Ilaria, instead of like hilarious. I am teaching a little kids' dance class, and I have a prince, a Princeton, and a judge. Judge Reinhold. They're bringing back Night Court. Did you see that? It's already been on. It's already been renewed for the second season. Who liked Night Court in the first place? The only reason I know of Night Court is because of Kenneth on 30 Rock. Never knew it existed. John Larroquette means nothing to me. Apparently, he was a big deal. He was a big deal. He was also on The West Wing, which you have not watched. No, but it's Emma's comfort show right now. So at least one of the three of us is watching it. Yeah. It's good (laughs) baby fare. Because, like, she can't laugh too much. It's probably... Why I couldn't be there for seven days because I'm just so comically amazing. And West Wing is perfect of like witty, funny, but not like ha ha funny. Well, and it's just like a better time when like, even though politicians may have been assholes, we didn't know they were crazy or they were playing different games. I have no idea what's going on. Ah, uh, bro. Did you hear about the uh, State of the did Union? Do- bra me? Bruh, bro, Sev, let's get into it. Um, let's talk about the opioid crisis. Did you hear that the dude who was talking about his daughter who died of an overdose was shocked that people were booing the story? And he was like, I mean, I'm a Republican. But and I was like, there's your problem, buddy. He's like, this shouldn't be a partisan issue. And I was like, none of these things should be partisan issues. And yet here we are, baby. Got a howler monkey in the back just booing away. <laughs> the golden compass Nicole Kidman coat. What was she wearing? It looked like something from ASOS that she just picked up. It was honestly probably the authentic pelt of a migrant worker. No, I, I mean, I, 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 I can't. I just can't. Oh, fair. Is that tweets saved by the fucking cockadoodle doo boo? I did let them run on for quite a while a couple weeks ago. That was funny. Um, do you have some sort of way to keep track of your tweets? Uh, yeah, let's go back to what I used last time, which was a tag from a pair of pants. <laughs> and this week, I'm going to use a tag from a pair of pants. <laughs> this first one is for you. It's all for you. Lay it on me. I An amazing maybe... Kelly uh, Kelly song. Kelly of the Destiny's Child. Kelly Rowland. 
lay it on me, baby, lay it on me, uh, lay it on me. Okay, I'm finished. At E.W. Gross said, having ADHD is like being a sim that has their actions constantly canceled. So you end up in situations where you're standing in the bathroom with a banana and you're not quite <laughs> sure why. That's a hypoglycemic episode, I think. Uh, but fair enough. Yeah, when I um, took an IQ test, which was apparently supposed to test me for mental illnesses when I was younger, they were like, your math score is really low. You have ADHD. And I was like, no, I'm really fucking bad at math. But then a decade later, I was like, I mean, maybe they were onto something. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were on to something. I mean, maybe they had like a fucking point. That's wild. This could be your handle, at Witty Idiot. Oh, you call me Witty. <laughs> it's the nicest thing you've ever said. I never understood wedding gifts. Why are we rewarding people who are about to split all their bills and have a live-in sexual partner? A live-in sexual partner. I'm the one who's lonely and broke. I deserve a damn air fryer. That part. It's true, right? Yeah, but I don't cook. I deserve a gift card to DoorDash. Make it happen. Well, since you don't look at our Instagram, I'll do the ones that I did for that. Hey. At Please Alexandra said, I think Sapina would be a pretty name for a girl. <laughs> and when Tim Ascends replied with her brother, Affidavit. Aw. I used to want to name all my kids after Cheezus. Ooh. My three. firstborn girl was going to be, ooh. That would be a good one. Uh, but I was going to name my first girl Feta and then my first son Colby Jack. Wow. I know, right? He'd be hot and gay, I think, don't you? There's no way that he wouldn't. He would be like excommunicated from the family. If he was a straight, white, cisgendered male, absolutely not. I think a lot of the people who follow us on Instagram are people from your world because this is a server-aimed uh, tweet. It got a lot of action. Oh, that's our world. At Please Be Ganesh said, the customer is always right. It's such a goofy saying. The customer is the least qualified person here. Ah, <laughs> uh, it is ridiculous. At Why Do You Huey said, accidentally vaped in front of my mom, but she only saw the smoke and goes, what was that? So I immediately said, no way. You saw that too? And now I have to spend the rest of my life pretending my house is haunted. Oof. My mom, uh, not too long ago, was like, you were just getting so flagrant, like using that vape right in front of me. And I was like, <laughs> you told me not to lie anymore. This is who I am. Person giving me directions. You can't miss it. Me. You want to bet? <laughs> <laughs> me in a fucking so car. True. I told someone to uh, turn left and I was like, no, 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 right. And then we went through a crosswalk right as someone was crossing and we narrowly missed hitting them, thank God. But all I said was like, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> Before we yeah, almost collided. You are a terrible navigator. I'm terrible at most things, yeah. That's not true. You're great at a lot of things. But driving home with you with my old blind <laughs> eyes at night, the same, we take the same route. We take the same time. fucking route. <laughs> and then we're both like, is this the left? <laughs> and we're wrong no, at least one out of four times. I know, but you're like, is this it? And I say with full confidence, not knowing what I'm fucking talking about. That's white privilege right there. I'm just like, no, 100% is the next one. And then we go to an intersection where we can't go the direction we need to go. 50% <laughs> of the time. I love it's us. It's been like two years now. And time means nothing anymore. At driving me mad said, my bank blocked my card because of a security threat. It was me buying a mattress <laughs> at 2 a.m. I'm my own biggest threat. <laughs> 
At Not Danny Lou said, the lady on the flight behind me just said, I'm one glass away from bringing up a bunch of shit from three years ago to her man. At Janet Forklift, <laughs> types of people in the world. Number one, people who go, ooh, big stretches when a dog stretches. And two, sociopaths. All right, I'm going to go lock the dog up. Hold, please. I heard that. Daddy, come here. You have to stop barking. You just do. There's just no more barking here. I know you've been alone all day. I'm so I blocked her up. Uh-oh. What's uh-oh? Are the feds after you? There was a problem. Because you locked the dog in Guantanamo Bay? Hey-o. It's where he's been all day. The all most day. embarrassing thing is that I literally Googled sounds that dogs make to try to find a pun for Guantanamo Bay. And that's the best I could come up with. And I did two-minute lead time. Anyway. At Luke Moan said... Pimp my ride was insane. Some guy would be like, I need to fix my Camry so I can get to work. And Exhibit was like, okay, well, we turned your trunk into a fish tank. Wild show. It was like, I just want my car to run. And he was like, you want a TV in your TV, on your TV, on your fucking TV? Let's go, baby. It's coming back. The show's coming back. Is it really? Yeah. There's a guy on, a, on the Jeff Lewis radio show who's like in the finals to get his 2003 Hyundai Elantra. It's just like, buy me a new car exhibit. (laughs) What? Uh, At Spin Buzella said, in high school, our gym teacher asked us who we thought the smartest teacher in the school was. We guessed the AP Chem teacher, the pre-calc teacher, the AP Physics teacher, etc. He goes, nope, it's me, because I get to pay the same as those guys, and I play dodgeball all day. (laughs) Uh, Miss Rappaport. I know. I always forget that we had the same gym teacher. We had the same gym teacher, yeah. She was. I think she was hitting on me. Yeah, you were her favorite because she saw something in you that she liked a vagina. And I did not share the same thing. It wasn't just vagina. I have like a worldliness about me because I'm from New York. (laughs) Yeah, yes. No, 100%. She knew I would be cool. I forgot that you grew up in New York, uh, 100%. Or she just was like, that chick's a muff diver one day. She was, I have never muff dived, but. I think it's muff dove. Well, you would know. Um, I've apparently muff dove more there. than you. Yeah. The time that the Ottoman, I didn't realize had wheels. And I went nose first and was Woody the woodpecker because the mama didn't raise no quitter. At least the seventh time we heard this story. Okay. But it's one of my favorite stories because I was bored in the game. All right. It's called being a winner. At PETA said... Pita, it's pronounced PETA. No fur, baby. I know. You're right. It is PETA, actually. I was thinking it wasn't, but it is. Taking that back. At PETA said, next time you think of eating a chicken, remember that they had a family just like you. 
And Lewis Witten said, that's why I always order a family bucket at KFC. No one is left behind. George W. Bush would be so proud. Someone else replied, I heard someone call a corn dog a meat Twinkie and life just feels different now. Oof. That's too close to meat twink for my comfort. Ooh, meat twink. Yuck. Yeah, that's disgusting. At Dana Donnelly said, I'm just a hot girl standing in front of a poorly dressed, objectively unattractive guy telling him it's fine if he doesn't want a relationship. But could he maybe text me more consistently? He says no. <laughs> it's so wild. Sad, sad. We have this um, woman at work who is like stunning, like objectively, stereotypically stunning. And her boyfriend came in one day and we were like, is this like a make a wish thing? And she was just like, if I had to describe my type, it would be frail. Why opposites attract. That's opposites attracted. You know, it ain't fiction. It's a matter of fact. Of fact. How many people can say they had MC Scat Cat in their videos? Only Paula Abdul. <laughs> Who must be on some new drug because I see her dancing all the time. Um, yeah, it is interesting on YouTube Shorts. I assume it's probably the same on TikTok, where if you like stay or like rewatch the same video, suddenly that's your entire feed is those similar videos. And I always you find watch one guy cut one piece of wood, and the next thing you know, you're a fucking survivalist, and that's all you're gonna watch for the rest of the week. I know my license changes to just Paul Bunyan. Um, <laughs> no, it is wild, and there are all those people being like, "Look at this!" Like. Instagram is promoting all this like gay nonsense. And it's like, baby, that's the algorithm. Just come out already. Don't play these games. Quit playing games with, with my, my heart. At C Joiner said, a sign in the window reads, cured meats. Inside, a salami takes his first step since the accident. A prosciutto learns to forgive. This one's fucking wheelhouse right there. <laughs> At AKA Nick said, seeing a therapist, $100 an hour. Telling myself, it'd be like that sometimes. Free. Me every day they get through work. I'm like staving off a panic attack, but I was like, no, you've got to run this food. As if I'm curing cancer. I'm not curing prosciutto. At Chuck Wendig said, Tuesday, the day you realize that nothing can stop you because you are a magic skeleton packed with meat. And animated with electricity and imagination, you have a cave in your face full of sharp bones and five <laughs> tentacles at the end of each arm. You could do anything, Magic Skeleton. That's honestly, I could cry. If I possessed the capacity to cry, I would. Did I ever tell you, I'm sure I've told you 18 times, that when I was younger, I thought I had something wrong with my lacrimal glands, which produced tears um, because I wasn't crying as much as I used to. And then I went to the doctor and they were like, no, depression. True story. The medication has really changed your life, hasn't it? What's <laughs> a fucking really menace? Yeah, yeah. All I was. These stories are like from a really long time ago, right? They they were prepaxil PP. Yeah, there are a lot of PPs in this episode. That's great. I'm just saying, like you have a lot of the, uh, of funny stories about those things, but since the Paxil, nada. That's why I can joke about it, because it does feel like a different self. I'm just like, that was pre-Paxil, Nick. None of that was real. I was underfed, undernourished, and unwell. And now, I'm just unwell. Hey. <laughs> but are you? I think you're okay. I think I'm okay. Yeah. I think I'm amazing. But that could be the mania. You know, it goes both ways. It's a win-win or a lose-lose. Either you have the context of depression, 
or you have the uh, hyperinflated sense of self of mania, or you're asleep. Those are my three life stages. At original King D said, I was leaving Kroger and this woman outside with her baby in a stroller asking me for money. I was about to give her some money. This man yells out, don't give her ass no money. That baby ain't real. <laughs> then he runs over and kicks the stroller. I'll be damned. That baby wasn't real. Daryl replied, she yelled out, damn you, Gary. Shout out to Gary. He is the scam police. Wait, what did they say? I'll be honest. In fact, that baby wasn't real. Something about that phrase was very funny. I'll be damned. That baby wasn't I'll be real. damned. Ah, That hit me. At Taylor Jackson 12, <clears throat> someone needs to make a quiz for when you don't know what to watch depending on what mood you're in and what snack-drink combo would be best pair with it. Oh, you're sad? Watch 13 going on 30 while eating Kraft Mac and Cheese with a glass of Pinot Grigio. Oof. Hungover? Shrek with an entire box of Bagel Bites and a blue Gatorade. Nipple top, of course. <laughs> Need a good cry? Click. Party-sized bag of Chex Mix and a bottle of decently priced red wine of your choice. Ooh. Sunday morning? Cinderella. Bowl of cinnamon toast crunch and a homemade iced coffee, specifically specifically in a glass jar with a straw of your choice. Oh my goodness. That's our million dollar idea. Let's do for. it. Let's do it. You want to be part of our multi-level marketing scheme? We can't lead with that. Honestly, though, <laughs> I feel like you could sell an MLM by saying it's an MLM. We call right. it MLM. MLM, MLM, MLM. We just got to get in at the beginning. This is the beginning of the rest of your life. Sorry, Oh, we didn't really pay attention. He didn't even watch. I watched at, for 87 seasons. There have been 27 winners. At Jinga Four Man said, shout out to the guy making announcements at my gate. He said, and I quote, now boarding group A, as in apple bottom jeans, and group <laughs> B, as in boots with the fur. Hey. Uh, is there anyone straight who works at airlines? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. <laughs> it just does not exist. I do love the episode of New Girl when Billy Eichner is the airport. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. And not listening to you anymore. Seats 10 and 12. Yeah. They're, they've been downgraded 11 and 12. Don't apologize. You're on the wing. Yeah, honestly, my most um, like pro-gay explicitly growing up aunt was my aunt who's a flight attendant. And it was just because she's surrounded by gay culture. <laughs> homophobia doesn't at, exist 30,000 feet up it does not at art measures said doctor do you exercise me oh yeah I do all of them the push-offs the plonks <laughs> doctor uh me crunches doctor I'm gonna put no me okay you what are all push-ups push-offs and push plonks push-offs plonks and crunchies um I mean I'll plonk after like I've had a lot of those wellness shots Got the trots. You've got to plonk it, plonk it. At somebody I can't read. At Boozy Beacon said, Life has never given me lemons. It's given me anger issues, anxiety, a love for alcohol, and a serious dislike for stupid people, but not lemons. Now that's why we have scurvy. <laughs> All right. Well, this is our last tweet, Miss Nick. We're, we're that sorry, was that was so annoying. I said the scurvy thing, which like objectively wasn't funny. And just like the small pitiful smile that etched across your face as you were trying to give me like a tiny bit of platitude fueled my soul. Made me want to be better. You won't break my soul. Oh, you won't break. Oh, how do you feel about the Grammy situation? Have we not talked since the Grammys? No, the Grammys were 
on Sunday. Oh, I don't care. Okay, bet. Same. Honestly. I liked the hedonistic performance of Unholy. Gorgeous, yeah. I like that Beyonce didn't even make it in time for her first award. Uh-huh. The memes of Ben Affleck looking like he is white knuckling <laughs> out like an alcoholic rage was yeah. the best. Honestly, that was your thoughts. Those, those were the highlights of the Grammys for me too. Honestly, my favorite meme was when they had Harry Styles saying, "This doesn't happen to people like me very often," and then uh, <laughs> a screen grab of Quinta Brunson just being like, oh, "What? Beautiful, <laughs> absolutely." Beautiful. His Harlequin album outfit was a lot. I know, and but, then they were like, "It's genius," but if Sam Smith was, and he's been very open that when he like got skinny, he was like, "Yeah, I was starving and very unhappy." And then Kim Petras, who like was a big deal for me before I was like, she's working with Dr. Luke, and I kind of hate that, but she still was the first openly trans woman to win a Grammy, so that hits. It's not true. There was another trans woman in the '70s who won for songwriting. She's okay. the first openly trans woman to perform. That's her uh, claimed fame. It's just like when Dustin Lance Black was like, I'm the first gay person to win this award. And everyone was on their computers like, no, you weren't. P- gay people really love tearing gay people down, I will say. That's what I'm saying. You won't watch the real gays of Leo. I mean, it's just like whatever. Was it a Nitra? I don't know. Someone's entrance line was like, I'm a homo or I'm homo phobic. Phobic. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been yours. Are you ready? For our last tweet of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. let's go for week. it. From uh, Best Memes Betch. A female version of a teabag is called a clam slam. Enjoy your <laughs> night. I thought we'd end on a strong one. Wow, someone once told me what clitty litter was, and I've never been the same. I have never heard of clitty litter. Clitty litter is when you're going down on a girl and there's still remnants of toilet paper or something that are stuck. Oh, my God, Nick. By the way, name of episode, clitty, clitty litter. litter. <laughs> It's just like the way it was one of my hosts years ago and they just so casually were like, well, she got that clitty litter. It's like, what the hell is that, Brittany? She was like, you know, when like there's still like, you know, toilet paper and shit. But like you're going down in there and you're like, okay, it's got texture. Oh my God. All right. Have you picked a winner for this week or a couple ones? Oh, okay. I love subpoena for a girl. Um, Oh my God. I love the customer's always right. No, they aren't. Um, I just wrote down threat. Who knows? Um, I really like Janet Forklift as a username. <laughs> um, the family bucket of chicken. No one left behind. Cured <gasps> meats. Uh, it'd be like that sometimes. I'll be damned. And plonks. But I think the winner is cured meats. <laughs> what? I, like you just went through them. I'm like, do we have any of those tweets? What is he even talking about? No one knows. What? Let me try to find the cured memes one. Can you hear the dog barking? I honestly turned it out. It's like the white noise. Well, I, I locked her away. I'm just wondering if you can hear it. And Grautanum obey. <laughs> I'm still trying to make that work. A sign in the window reads cured meats inside. A salami takes his first step since the accident. A prosciutto learns to forgive. That's hey. our tweet of the week. I love that. Yeah, 100%. 100%? 100%. Let's do it. All right. We're going to play Scategories. Hey. 
The letter is D and the categories we'll find out. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. Time. Uh, so, reasons to call 911. What you got? Death. I put death too. Shit. Sports. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Damn it. Uh, items in a suitcase. I don't have one. Deodorant. Oh, good one. Ethnic foods. Doll. Doll? D-A-L, Indian food, lentils, doll. Oh, smart. I wrote Damascus. <laughs> so that's fair. Uh, sports plays in- Sports played indoors. I put dodgeball again, so that doesn't count. Darts. Ooh. That's nice. Electronic gadgets. Doorbell? Sure. Yeah. I put Dreamcast. Like the Sega Dreamcast. What are our thoughts? I mean, I would say no. But I would probably say no to Doorbell also, so that's up to you. No, I'll give you Doorbell because I'm a better person. Uh, Things you do every day. Dookie. Take a (laughs) dookie. It's like dump was Probably right there. Um, no, that's fine. I wrote dream. Oh, that's not true. I dream every States. day. Delaware. Delaware. It is no other. Is there another state? I was surprised there was that one. That one's the matter. Halloween costumes. Darth Vader. Ooh, nice. Doctor. Oh. Personality traits. Deviousness. Dork. That's good. Uh, Weekend activity? Uh, doing drugs. Sure. Double word score. Dance. Things found at a bar. Drinks. Drinks? Yeah. Shit. I got seven. How many did you get? I got six with my double word score. You did not get a double doing word score. Doing drugs. I really doorbell. Doing drugs. Double word score. Double letter score. Fine. Okay. These, Next these round. are just Let's the go. rules. Okay, we'll reset. Okay, the letter is now B. Ooh. B for bussy. Okay, let me... I need a new, 60 seconds on the clock. I need a new piece of paper. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Ready? Yep. Let's go. Ugh. That was super fucking hard. That was brutal. Okay. Places in Europe. Belgrade. Barcelona. Barcelona. Amazing. Uh, award ceremonies. Zero. BAFTAs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Card games. Card. Blackjack. Ooh, I would put blackjack. <laughs> Spices and herbs. Basil? Yep. I did baby. It's an Ethiopian spice. Oh my god, she's so multicultural. Oh, I missed TV shows. Sorry, TV shows. I couldn't think of one. Berenstain Bears double word score. Poop, poop. Is that a TV show? No, it's a movie. Yes, it's, it's a, TV a show. book. It's an animated show. Is it? All right. Look it up. I trust you. And I'm afraid that with my screen shared, if I type anything to my search bar, it will reveal some incriminating details about me. Places to hang out. Bar. Bar. Damn it. Things in a football game. Ball. Beer. Hey. Animals. Farm animals. Farm animals. 
Um, I put ba. I put bear. So we're both wrong. I mean, it depends on kind of bar it is. Farm animals. We went different places. Yeah. Okay. Math terms. No. I put balculus. (laughs) (laughs) Flowers. I put batula. No, the answer is begonia. Oh, we were so close. It's so fun. I don't know why you made up the word betula. It's a, betula is a street name around me. Don't dox me. Household chores. Busing? No. Things in a grocery store. Wait, what do you have for household chores? Nothing. Uh, Barbasol. Good one. Bananas. Hey. All right, I got seven again. What'd you get? I got five. So my total is 11. 14. Which means you're the winner. Well, I hope you got some laughs out of this episode. (laughs) There's been a dog barking almost the entire time. I'm into it. Emma is not here. Miss her. You are a delight as usual. You're a fucking goddess. You're an angel without wings. So a person, but a great one. Well, if you want to hear any of our older episodes or bonuses, when Emma was still with us, you can become <laughs> a Patreon subscriber. She's still alive. If you want to listen to any of our bonus episodes, you can go to libertygiverty.com or patreon.com slash takes pod. And if you become accountability buddies or take in with us, although I, I can't tell you why at this point, Oh my God, you're too hard Nick on Nick will read your name out loud if he can remember it. Thank you so much to Dearest James, Awesome Abigail, okay. Inspiring Audrey, Peerless Pam, Beneficent Pam, right, so you've got Beneficent Bernie, Jenny, Amazing Anne, Lovely Lars, Abigail, Magnificent Audrey, Mondana, James Marvelous Mareka, Electric oh, Elise, Jubilant Jenny, and Crazy Cool Cassandra. Thank you all. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.